This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Be Dazzling, the podcast that shows you how to be seen and be heard so that you can step out of the shadows and into your own spotlight. Join your host, Kim Middlestadt, image consultant and transformation coach specializing in mother-daughter relationships as she brings you enlightening conversations with both professionals and moms that will inspire and inform, giving you the real-world strategies you need to unlock your potential and create healthy relationships that will last a lifetime. And now, here is your host, Kim Middlestadt. and welcome back to Be Dazzling Podcast. Today, I'm here with Colleen Stovall. Colleen is a certified health and fitness strategy coach. She serves women over 40 who have lost control of their health, wellness, and fitness and need help and guidance to get their lives back in balance. What I love about Colleen is she customizes her program specifically for each client embracing health from not just what we eat, but also through mindset to make sustainable goals, not just temporary ones, so you can thrive in your everyday life. Hi, Colleen. Glad to have you on the call today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited because I know that there's a lot of moms that are struggling with their daughters um, and their own hormones for that matter. And um, I'm excited to be able to talk to you about this from a professional standpoint on how we can not only help our daughters, but also help our ourselves as we go through different hormone changes. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, what, what would you say is the average age for a, uh, a daughter to start her cycle? Honestly, it varies, but average between 10 and 14. And I think back, my daughter started when she was 10 years old, but I didn't start till I was 14. And that was way before my daughter was around. So it varies. And I think a lot of people, a lot of young girls are starting their cycle sooner because of so much impurities being put in our food, hormones and things Mm -hmm. like that, that are causing their bodies to mature much quicker. So these are things that, um, well, I don't want to say cause problems, but they, they, it causes their bodies to develop much sooner than they normally would. Average age, 12 to 14, but they're maturing. These days, you can hear people of, of young girls even starting their cycles at eight or nine years old. Right. I have. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And But it's due mostly to the hormones in the meat and in the milk. Um, it's causing them to go into puberty that much quicker and starting their menstrual cycles way, way yeah. earlier than than they should. Well, and then wait, and that we did. So sometimes moms mm-hmm. aren't really prepared to talk to their daughters about, and all of a sudden they show up, you know, with their, with their, you know, period and not understanding. Yeah. It. So we need to make sure yeah. we communicate with them and kind of teach them early. I think my, my, uh, one of my daughters actually got hers on Christmas day. That was her, that was her Christmas gift and uh, scary. And we yeah. do need to have these conversations with our kids earlier um, than we did probably with our own moms. It was kind of a, you know, how did we feel when we were their age, when these things came up? Cause it's kind of, you know, it's something that's so not talked about, you know, in mm-hmm. mother daughter relationships, but it's okay. It's part of life and we got to let them it know is. that. Absolutely. So what much. about, um, what do you think can, what are things that can um, delay your cycle? Well, um, the irregular periods, they, it's actually considered a disorder, believe it or not. Hmm. And the most, and it's most common among young girls, even adult women can have irregular periods but it's related to gland health. Interesting. And 
for young girls, one of the things that affects their menstrual cycle the most, believe it or not, is competitive sports. Yes, yes. Um, As they get older, if they participate in like weightlifting or heavy weightlifting, bodybuilding, marathon training, this can have a drastic effect on their cycle. And the reason for that is, is because it's burning fat off their body. And the body fat is actually an insulator and it actually helps the body to produce the hormones, you know, because our body needs a certain amount of healthy fat, you know, Mm -hmm. of that fat. And so the, if the body is lacking fat, the necessary fat, then the body won't like the, the uterus won't slough off the tissue when it feels there's a risk of not being able to form more because that fat, I don't know how to fully explain it, but that fat acts as an insulator. And you so, know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moms actually that have asked um, about that with their daughters when they stop and were very uh-huh. concerned in some of the groups I've been in. So that's a really great point. And are you able to expand any on the gland health? Because there's some girls that also have delay or irregular heartbeat. I mean, I, I can tell you my 21 year old has that problem and she's not a com- competitive athlete. So how would the gland health, what do you know? about? Well, that? um, I'd be getting into that in just a few minutes. I mean, okay. Okay. Let me, let me preface that with saying there's other things that can delay their cycle as well. Um, they could have an abnormally low estrogen level due to low blood calcium levels. So there you'd need to get blood work done to find out if you have low blood calcium levels. Um, another thing that can cause irregular periods, if they have an eating disorder or they've been crash dieting, Mm. I remember when I was in high school, there was no way I was thin. I mean, I was overweight. I was always thin, but my friends and I, we were always crash dieting. You know, we were always drinking diet, Dr. Pepper and skipping meals, you know, and I don't remember having any cycle issues, but still, um, these days there's so much pressure to have this Barbie doll figure Mm -hmm. that, that a lot of young girls, um, they do crash diet. They, they do develop eating disorders and it definitely affects the cycle. But then, you know, then you have the, the um, super athlete, you know, that just because that gets her system out of balance as well. And also prolonged emotional stress. If they get really stressed out, whether there's something going on at home or they're stressed out with school. Um, and these things can be addressed through proper relaxation exercises like yoga, Pilates, things like that, that's going to help the body to relax. Mm -hmm. Um, Breathing techniques, you know, just laying and relaxing, you know, um, a lot of people like to do meditation and things like that. So just relaxation techniques that will help the young girl's body relax will help their body to get back into the natural flow, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for lack of better terms, the natural flow of things. That's important. And I think that um, society and times, there's just no extra time in the day. I know just to take a few minutes, even to journal, I know that girls can't take that time or they don't make that time. So -hmm. that's something I think moms could really maybe just teach them how to have some downtime, some alone time. You know, back in our day, we didn't have the social outlets that they have these days. We played played outside. Do it with them. If they have that healthy relationship, because sometimes moms and daughters, you know, daughter's like, no, mom, you're cramping my style kind of thing. But if they could find something 
that they can come together on, you know, just go out to dinner one night a week or, you know, do something mom, daughter, that's totally not sports related, athletic related, maybe not even food related, you know, Hey, let's Mm -hmm. go for a a walk, you know, let's get creative and think of something that's going to bring a certain amount of release and relief, you know, uh, refreshing, relaxing, you know, things like that, that'll help the body and the mind to relax and the body can get back into the natural yeah, um, help even the body a, get back into the natural flow of things. Even a creative outlet too. You know, maybe go to one of the hobby stores and get some beads. Hobby stores or, or the, uh, those painting, painting, those yes, paint things they have now. Yeah, you know that, that people love to. I see people do that. You know, post pictures of this is what they did. I don't remember what you call it, but it's. I think. I mean, I'd love to do that. I've never done it. You know, painting the bottles, painting your own picture. You know, or you know your pictures and things like that. So those are great. My daughter used to, to teach at, um, she used to teach at painting with a twist. So she was, that's what you know, I'm the, trying to think. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. It was a lot of fun. We went over there and we have a lot of canvases in our garage, you know, a lot of extra canvases. So, um, yeah. so with all this being, that. you know, diet related and all that, the heaviness and the cramps and bloating, what would cause that? What do you think uh, is a cause that, cause we, you know, that I know kids that are out of school. I know for me personally, I mean, I had to take a day off of school. I was sick to my stomach and bloating and cramps and, you know, it, it was awful. So I know that that's something that's even, um, you know, a big deal these days with the girls too. Yeah. And, and see, I have, I have a hard time relating to that. I never had severe bloating, never. I mean, I had slight cramping. So I, but I know people who've had such severe cramps that it's put them in bed. You know, yeah. they couldn't, they couldn't move. So what causes that is low levels of progesterone and mm. high levels of estrogen. So it gets out of balance. And um, progesterone is what causes the body to shed that uterine lining and cause the cycle in the first place. And then low levels will cause that tissue to build up. If, you, if, they, if there are low levels of progesterone that the body can't shed ah. and release like it's supposed to. And on the other extreme, if the, there's high levels of estrogen, the high estrogen stimulates the growth of the lining of the uterus, and it causes even more tissue to form and build up. So if you have high estrogen and low progesterone, then the body's like fighting against itself, and it causes mm-hmm. this severe cramping. So it can't shed like it wants to, and it's building up too much. And so it's, it's like a vicious cycle. So the combination leads to an abnormal, extra heavy flow, even, and even spotting between because it's trying to get rid of what's not supposed to be there. Wow. There's been too, uh, too much of a buildup. So, so um, gosh, so what, I mean, these are things that 12, 13, 14, you know, the moms are just like starting to learn about, you know, how to deal with their children's hormone changes, mm-hmm. let alone, you know, do I need to take to a doctor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We'll we'll get into that one in just a minute, but um, you know, what are they supposed to do when it's a hormone? What would you recommend for hormone um, balance? Number one, they need to, um, people don't believe, people don't understand for the most part, how much diet affects everything in the body. I mean, you're putting that food in your body. So it really needs to be healthy because you think about it way back at the beginning of time, there wasn't all these sugary snacks that we had. It was just plant. Everything was Mm plant-based. Everything was plants. So naturally the body was created to ingest plants. Now, after a while, you know, we started eating meat, but we don't want to eat heavy, heavy meat. So dietary changes should be made to help support the girls, the teenage hormones. It'll help to nourish the body 
and bring about normalcy and regularity in the menstrual cycles. So I can give you a couple of points, uh, a few points as to what they should be or what recommendations as to what would benefit. Her body might not be menstruating regularly because it could be malnourished. And so what I recommend, number one, is to have plenty of vegetable protein and complex carbs. So, and to, to do that, you need to understand the difference between complex and simple carbs. Complex carbs are the carbs that break down slowly in the body, like whole grains, sweet potatoes versus white potatoes, things like that, that actually give the body a more lasting um, energy level rather than an instant energy rush and then a drop because it's escalated the sugar level and then the sugar drops and that actually wreaks havoc on the pancreas. Um, Avoid red meats and try your best to switch to organic cage-free, free-range chicken, as well as those kind of eggs. And omega-3 rich protein foods like salmon, trout, white fish, mahi-mahi, you know, healthy fish, flaxseed, sesame seeds, shelled sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. Those are high in protein, but they're high in omegas. I'd also recommend um, long-grain brown rice over white rice. And um, just a note, I'm big on glycemic indexing. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but this all lines up with glycemic indexing and glyco is just a Greek word for sugar. So it's sugar indexing. Your foods to some level turn into a certain amount of sugar in your body. So the ones that turn into high sugar, we need to pretty much completely avoid because they send your system all out of whack. Well, I'm so, gonna, um, I, I want to add, I'm going to in, in, what do you impo- impose a question here because okay, this sure. is exactly where you are and um, these energy drinks that these kids are drinking. Do you want to touch on that with between the sugar and the caffeine? Um, how is that affecting their hormones, let alone their diet, let well, alone the crash? Um, I know I put you on the spot there, but those energy okay. drinks are, yeah. The energy drinks are high in caffeine high in carbonation and those two things wreak havoc. So back to the low progesterone levels. Yes. And the progesterone to estrogen ratio causing symptoms of bloating, irritability, and can even cause depression because it causes an imbalance in the hormones. Um, Poor health, poor diet, very low protein, low blood calcium levels, as I mentioned. And that's often a result of eating weight loss diet foods, you know, eating um, things you know that we think are gonna, or even taking diet pills because it just pulls nutrients out of our body. Um, too much caffeine and too many carb- carbonated drinks can cause a low progesterone level. Good, thanks for cause, putting those two together, yeah. Yes, so not to mention caffeine dehydrates the body. And if your body's not hydrated, that will cause your body to cramp, not just in the abdominals, but cause your muscles to cramp. And I know when my daughter, she was very, very athletic. She occasionally would get muscle cramps. You know, a lot of athletes do. They do. Most of the time it's from being dehydrated. And a lot of times I know that women wake up. I know I do occasionally and your hands feel tight and they swell feel puffy and swollen and you're like, oh, I'm retaining fluid. The best way to get rid of that 
is to drink more water. And that sounds really bizarre. Well, I'm retaining fluid. Why do I need to drink water? I need a diuretic. No, you need to drink water because your body is retaining fluid because it's dehydrated and it's storing the fluid in the joints. And that's what's making, you know, that, that it has, but it's crying out for help. It's saying, hey, notice me. I need water kind of thing, you know. That's a so great drinking, jewel right there. Great gems and jewels. Love it. Drinking more water will help your body to release any fluid retention. I used it's, to say that. crying out in desperation for more fluid, more water, not coffee, not tea, not sodas, not energy drinks, not Gatorade. It's crying out for water. And I always have this, I, you would be surprised how many women I have done assessments and counseled with as far as nutrition who don't drink water at all. Mm-hmm or very little. And I will look at them and I will say, okay, well, what do you shower with? And they'll say, well, water, duh. And I'll go, well, but you're drinking coffee and tea and sodas and milk and juice, but you're not drinking any water. What if you showered with your coffee or your tea? How would you feel? They'd go, I feel gross, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, how do you think the inside of your body feels? It's not getting any water. It's not getting flushed and rinsed and cleansed. That you is know? great. I've never heard that uh, that analogy before. That's so, outstanding. <laughs> but yeah, think about that. If yeah. you what you know took a shower in orange juice, you'd feel pretty gross. Yeah. You know. You know, it's funny. So, I would always tell my kids too. You know, they'd get headaches or different things. Mm-hmm. Go drink water. Go drink water. No, I think I need to see the doctor. I think I have this. I think no, I have water. You know. I know. And the doctor would say the same thing. Well, uh, you know, how's your hydration? And I would look at them and they look Mm -hmm. at me. And so now my, my kids make fun of me. They're, you know, they'll come back and just say, mom, you were right. You know, water. Yeah. So avoid the caffeine products, even chocolate, Mm. sodas, energy drinks. Uh, Although I do recommend dark chocolate because that's a high in antioxidants. Personally, I do the 100% cacao, 100% dark chocolate. I do one square every day. And um, I don't drink coffee or sodas, but I'll drink tea. But point being, um, the dark chocolate is healthy for you, whereas you get the other kinds of chocolate, they're loaded with sugar. And it does have a lot of caffeine. Does that relate to, um, you know, they used to always say, have dark chocolate with, um, you know, for a hormone. Is there any relation to hormone? Is that a wild tale with dark chocolate and hormones? Well, it just, it. It's just healthy because it, 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 it's an antioxidant. Mm. I personally never thought about a relation directly to hormonal balance with dark chocolate, but seeing that it is healthy for you and it does, it is an antioxidant. And what an antioxidant is, is it helps to basically de-rust your cells. Mm. Your cells in your body get stressed. You know, when we stress, it causes them to rust. You've seen like a, a a chair, a piece of metal or a table or something that's left out in the elements out in the backyard after a while and it starts rusting mm-hmm. because yeah. all these things that the environment is attacking that metal. Well, if you put negative stuff in your body, bad stuff in your body, that's a, creating a poor environment and it attacks your cells and cause them, causes them, for lack of better terms, to rust. Ah. So the, the, the dark chocolate acts as an antioxidant, which I could see where it would have a direct effect on the hormonal balance. Mm-hmm. Since our body is made up, well, our endocrine system is not just uh, reproductive hormones. Our whole endocrine system is made up of about 86 different hormones, male and female. And right. only 18 of those are reproductive. 
And most of the time when we talk about hormones, all we think of is, is sexual hormones, reproductive hormones. But it, there's a balance or an imbalance in the whole system, which causes your female system to be out of whack. Your pituitary wow. could be out of whack. Your adrenals, the adrenals have a whole lot to do with the balance of your menstrual cycle. Yeah, yeah, with the stress and all. Well, you know what? Yeah. I'd love to give a few um, pointers for the moms that are on here too, because yes, they were daughters and now they're raising their daughters. But you know what? We, as you know, um, moms also have our own hormonal transitions that we go through from, you know, perimenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal. Mm -hmm. um, I know I've, I'm, you know, after having the six kids, <laughs> I'm in that period of, of a I only had three transition <laughs> right now. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I think it's really important for them to take care of themselves too, because whatever we, we learn as adults, even in our transition, and most of our parents didn't share this information with us, it would be really great uh -uh. to be able to help your daughters have a place for them to go as they transition from different mm -hmm. hormonal stages, you know, that we're have already gone through. So, um, you know, uh, I guess let, let's talk about what would you say, because some, we have all different ages on here listening is probably the time where people start going, women start going through their menopause, mm -hmm. you know, how would they know that it's coming? Well, there's quite a few signs, symptoms, whatever you want to call it, um, that occur when a woman's beginning to go through menopause, you know, perimenopause, premenopause, and even actual menopause, you start feeling more tired run down, you fatigue more easily, you have a decrease in energy, easily frustrated, irritable, having those unexplained mood swings, you know, here and there. And then you're like, why did I do that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also have some some women have literal problems with cognitive function, brain fog, uh, forgetfulness. Hmm. So these are all not everybody has all of these. And I look back going, did I have any of these? <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't know. I probably did. The period, of course, you'll notice that it starts becoming irregular. You know, you might have one and then not another one for two months, or you might have them every two weeks, you know, mm -hmm. so that's a sure sign if they become irregular. Some women get migraines, water, water, water for migraines, you know, lots of yeah. water. Um, well, you know, hot flashes too. Let's just go right on. Okay. That, um, because that's a, definitely a symptom and you don't have to be in full blown menopause to have your hot flashes. Sometimes, you, yeah. you know, I know I would worry if I got either headaches or all of a sudden these sweats, I'm like, okay, is my heart good? Is this, you know, I'm going through all my, you know, organs, what's going on with me, but it would be nice to know. It would have been nice to Why know. Why am like, I having these hot flashes? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of the hypothalamus. That's even hard to say, but it's, in, it's a little tiny organ but it's part of the hormonal systems of the endocrine system of the body and it actually regulates the temperature it's the temperature regu regulating mechanism in the body and when the hormones start shifting it becomes unstable and it causes more sensitivity because it's shifting because the the level of the hormones is shifting so when estrogen levels start dropping here we go with the pituitary gland remember i mentioned it a yeah. little while ago the pituitary gland responds by increasing other types of hormones and shooting those into the system to try to reestablish that imbalance as a result of the body not producing as much estrogen. So with our modern stressful lifestyles and poor eating habits, poor diet, that also puts stress on the adrenals and it wears out the adrenals prematurely and it contributes to low liver function, 
So as a result, estrogen isn't able, the body isn't able to produce estrogen correctly. And it contributes to erratic estrogen levels and then abnormal hormonal secretions. So, so I'm um, going to backtrack real quick, just kind of give an overview with this. Cause if you think about it as moms raising teens, now you've got all the stress in your life, all these things that mm -hmm. you're trying to juggle. Right. And that affects your adrenal glands. And from what I, I know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but once your adrenal glands are worn out and everything that it's not easy to recover if, if you even, I mean, you have to really support the rest of your body pretty hardcore in order to not have those, um, long-term negative effects from adrenal glands. You're right. You can actually go into adrenal failure and yeah. I've actually been there and I had to get, my doctor gave me a big shot of B12 mm. and it just kind of brought me up to, okay, I can sit on my chair now without falling off. Wow. You know, yeah. this, you know we can allow ourselves to get so stressed, like the stress of our daughters going through this or whatever other stresses, Absolutely. you know, can cause adrenal failure are just the adrenals to not function properly and they get worn out. So again, nutrition helps nutrients help proper nutrition and lots of water. So keeping these adre adrenals healthy and changing old habits, you know, removing, you know, changing your diet to support your adrenals and helping your adrenals to perk back up for lack of better terms. Mm -hmm. So they can have the energy to help them eliminate um, or help them to function normally. And this will eliminate a lot of those symptoms of menopause, including the hot flashes. So it's the, un it's the adrenals that are trying to make up for lost time for lack right. of better terms, you know, and they're, they're being attacked due to again, stressful, poor lifestyles and, and being overstressed. So I'm going to ask so, you a, cell, a cellular question here, because I do know that our body can also, you know, we reproduce ourselves every, I don't know, maybe, you know, the time frame, but you know, if people are in these, um, if they're in these situations with adrenal uh, failure or stress, all these kind of things, um, once again, it's not, it doesn't mean that it's, they're doom and gloom. They do have in them, they are able to come back around if they focus on their health, their wellness, their mind, you know, their mindset mm -hmm. and being able to yes. overcome. So if any of you moms out there are, you know, feeling this fatigue and feeling these different things because of the stress, it's time to kind of take a step back, I think, and just know that, you know what, first of all, you're in control, you mm -hmm. can change, you can change the outcome. Yes, it's going to take time, because remember, this didn't happen overnight, but focusing, True. yeah, focusing on um, where you are now and knowing that your health is still in your control. It's still in your control. It's not up to doctors. It's not up to children, husbands, spouses, you know, it's not up to anybody else, but you to kind of say, okay, this is where I am and this is what I need. And it's okay to put your own oxygen mask on first. I always use that because if you don't, you're no <laughs> you good to go. anybody else, you know? Um, True. But someone, women's system goes haywire. And I think we've kind of covered a lot of that with how crazy and haywired they, um, they can be based on adrenals and different things. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to add to, you know, what, um, you know, why this happens with women? As we've touched on it, more than likely, I would say 90% is a result of a poor diet. And the diet lacks lots of fresh vegetables, uh, whole foods, you know raw fresh vegetables are lightly steamed. And I, you'd be surprised how many ladies that I've trained because I'm a personal trainer. I don't like vegetables. I don't eat vegetables. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how can you not? But some don't. 
You know, but you know. Okay, let's talk about that real quick before we go on to the last and final question. Is um, people's lives are crazy busy right now. Their kids are one direction. They're another di- direction. You know, that making the dinners, planning these healthy meals. Do you have any, you know, good ideas to say? Okay, let's. I mean, how do they plan? First of all, there's. Do you have any suggestions on being able? Six o'clock rolls around, and now they got to grab stuff to eat. You know. Do you have any recommendations maybe for them to be able to be a little bit more set up to feed their families healthier, let alone themselves? Well, I just had a thought while you were asking me the question, maybe that could be one time once a week that mother daughter can come together and plan those meals. Mm, I like that. Because I know a lot of people and a lot of my clients have done it too, that I've suggested is like every Sunday meal prep for the week. And you, you know, you can have some spontaneous days because you might be on the go but you can at least plan healthy snacks and your evening meals at least, but that could be something, you know, get your daughters, get the daughter's input. And if there's any kind of conflict there, it'll help her to make, it'll hopefully help her feel like she belongs. Cause I know when they're at that age, they, they want to be so independent, you know, and don't bother me mom kind of thing. Sometimes until they, not until they say mom, what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Until they say mom, what's for dinner, but say, Hey, help me plan dinner. You know, I know you like this. I know, you know, help me to, put a list together and put things together and this meal prep for the week and buy that way, you know, plan the meals and buy for specific meals. And actually that causes that saves you money. If you, unless you're just buying random, you know, just whatever, and then grabbing something during the week and throwing something together. But if you plan your meals, then it's actually saves you time and it saves you money. And, you know, you can chop up veggies and stuff and keep them in Ziploc bags you know, don't keep them all week, take them with you. You know, if you're on the road and you know, you're going to be not be able to stop for a while, you know, you keep a little cooler with them in there. And and, uh, that way you're on the go and, and you can keep, you know, water or even, you know, healthy drinks and stuff like that. You know what they could do? They could start a Pinterest board or something. You know, I don't know if Pinterest is the thing anymore, but you know, pulling pictures from different things and getting the recipes or go to some of the healthier lifestyle. That would be real fun. I'm a picture person. Like, just give me a book with pictures and I'll read the whole thing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Look at all the pictures. (laughs) That's what I do with magazines. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, Those vision boards, make a vision, whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Everyone seems to do it electronically now, but something like that would be real fun together. And you know, one, one final question I want to ask you is um, what can be done to prevent, stop, or minimize the effects and symptoms of menopause? You ready for a long answer? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And again, here we go back to diet. Change your diet. And I'm a big advocate of taking natural supplements. You might hear doctors say, you don't need the supplements. You just need to eat right. But that's not true in this day and age since so much of our food is tampered, has been tampered with. I believe you need to have an all natural supplement that's going to support your system and um, help your body to do what it needs to do. Because when our body is, is given the proper nutrients, it will respond in amazing ways. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll bounce back. Let's talk about so, consistency real quick. I'm going to throw the word consistency consistency in two. So you may take one something one, one day or another day or two days later, but you know, put it in your day schedule because yes, your body needs to know it it's coming. Yes. Schedule okay, it in on. your day. <laughs> um, so a good, healthy diet is crucial. So I suggest limiting uh, fatty dairy products. You know, there's, you know, like good, healthy uh, yogurt, but make sure it's low in sugar. You know, I mean, there's some of them that have 15 to 21 grams of sugar. Stay away from those, you know, lower than 15 
preferably eight to 11 grams of sugar. But uh, heavy meats, especially beef or pork, because these actually are high in hormone disrupting chemicals. Mm. And especially since they pump these animals full of hormones anyway. Um, try to buy organic, all natural, again, free range, chicken, turkey. Reduce your sugar intake. Reduce your alcohol intake. Avoid caffeine again as much as possible because it stresses the adrenal glands, absorbs, upsets the hormone levels. Um, stay away from fried foods. Try to do baked, grilled, steamed, boiled, broiled, things what like about that. The, or air fryer. I'm hearing big, great things about the air fryer. What do you think about that? Well, I, I hear that it tastes good, but then you've got the Wi-Fi situation and your air, flyer, air fryer. It, I don't know. It, it, they said it, it emits EMFs. Huh. Emer you know, the, the, um, um, frequencies, you know? Okay. Okay. So I don't know that much about it. Those are just things I've heard. I just, yeah. but I've heard good things about the air fryer, but, uh, one thing to help, uh, prevent or keep hot flashes at bay is to avoid spicy foods, at least during that yeah. time, because the spicy foods heats up your body and it yeah. will cause yeah, you to sweat is. more. Yeah. So, Makes and sense. I love spicy foods. We're in Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, soy products, soy and um, like miso and tofu, those are good because what they do is they help your body to produce estrogen, but you want to make sure you get it organic because a lot of the, the soy has been genetically modified. Ah. So make sure it says organic if you're you know, vegetarian or if you want to try that. And it's not that bad. It's, it's not that bad. It does take acquiring a taste for it, but even the edamame, those are soybeans. I love those. So yeah. Make sure they're organic. Mm. Um, so if you're feeling irritable, tired, drained, exhausted all the time, you feel like you're eating the best you can give your body a little extra boost with supplements. Like I was talking about all natural supplements. Um, my big go-to is phytosterols and that's a magic word. Yeah, phytosterols. So I've heard phyto a lot. I know there's a meaning behind phyto, but mm -hmm. what are what are these? Talk, tell me about this. Phytosterols. This, like I said, that's my magic word. Um, first of all, the word phyto. It's a Greek word, and it simply means food. Mm. So these are food sterols, and they're actually from plants. Plant sterols. So. It's a, it's a group of naturally occurring compounds found in the cell membranes of plants. Okay. So naturally, since we initially on the earth were plant eaters, that would make sense that our body responds to these plant-based, you know, sterols. So because phytosterols are structurally similar to our body's own natural cholesterol, they play an important role in the natural cholesterol levels of the human body. Okay. So, and that's still cholesterol is still part of the endocrine system. So they help to bring the endocrine system back into balance. And when your endocrine system is back in balance, you start feeling good. You start feeling like yourself again. And they also help support the bones. It helps, they help support colon health, breast health. They aid in lowering cholesterol, help the body protect, help protect the body from cancers. And it also has anti-aging benefits. 
Wow. So I know it's a big wow for these. So is this something just for adults? Is this for teens? Um, what would you no, say? Um, because it's a plant-based, you know, yeah. I wouldn't say small children may, um, I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm see talking. why small children couldn't take it, but yes, teenagers could take it. Um, also if menopause has, has disrupted the body so much that it's caused weight gain mm. because the body gets out of, out of alignment, your system is out of balance. So your body gains weight. Phytosterols help to bring that body back into balance. So when the body's back in balance, it will help it. You know, it's not a weight loss pill, right? I'm right. not saying that at all, but if your body's out of balance, again, when you give your body the nutrients it needs, your body will respond in wonderful, amazing ways. It will respond the way it's supposed to. So is this so, something that they would, they purchase over the counter? Is this something that they personally could con contact you about? Because I know that actually, you can get vitamins over the counter and nutritional supplements, but they're not all created equally. So I'm no, very not. big. They're yeah. not. Um, <laughs> yes, I do have access to these personally. Um, if anybody has any questions, they can reach out to me. I'd be happy to send them information or, um, you know, just reach back out to them and answer any questions that they have. They can email me. Would you like me to give my email? Yes, yes please. I'd love for you yes. to leave your contact okay. information. I know we have a little delay going on okay. here with our recording, so we'll probably finish. I don't know what's going on with the internet, but we did just get over that storm. So everything's all over the place. Oh, with the, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So okay. I want to make sure they get so, your contact information. So if they'd like more information about the phytosterols and how they bring back the balance into the body and, and how they support the whole endocrine system and so forth, if they have any questions or they'd like to talk to me about it, they can send me an email. And my email is Colleen, C-O-L-E-N-E, -E, at wellness-solutions.biz, B-I-Z. Okay. Did I spell that out? <laughs> no, that was perfect. Um, okay. And uh, I was going to ask you one other question. Oh, health assessment. You know, what if they want to have a health assessment or something? Can they contact you? Do you do anything where if someone had any particular questions, do you have any kind of a, a uh, you know, conversation with them? Well, I, as, as you mentioned, you know, when you're introducing me, I'm a health and fitness strategy coach. And if someone wants to find out more about what I do or just, you know, I, I can give them a free consultation. You know, I mean, just do a consultation, see where they're at, what their, um, their needs are, their needs are what they're dealing with. You know, we can talk about it. And if they decide they'd like to, uh, you know, have a coach, um, then I do a full on assessment, Okay. a, a full on assessment with nutrition, fitness, uh, assess any kind of limitations. Cause some people have had surgeries or injuries, things like that. Um, hormonal balance issues. What we can and do is that to... with daughters as well? So would you be open to also having conversation? I know your market is, or your, um, you know, your sweet spot is, you know, 40 and over. But if any of these women have any questions specific to their daughters and their needs for that, is that something you cover or do you have a way to well, connect them with someone? Yes. Um, my target market for lack of terms. Yes. I, that's my, uh, you know, women over 40 is who I generally work with, but I am open. I have worked with young girls in the past. I've worked with 15 all the way up to 89 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. So, okay. Good. Um, yes. Because especially if it's mother daughter. Yeah. Why would I say no to the daughter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do that. 
Yeah. Because helping the mom is helping the daughter. Helping the daughter is helping the mom. Yeah. So and if and they when, can work it together. Can, if they can do it together, it's a win-win. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, gosh, this was great, great information. I'm so excited that we were able to finally get this scheduled in, Colleen. And you've got a lot of a wealth of knowledge. And I know that you've got experience, what, 25 years plus in the industry. So this isn't something as a health coach that she takes lightly. This is her lifestyle. And um, she's a great asset for you to connect with. So um, once again, Colleen, go ahead and give your uh, email one more time so that they can connect with you. And then we'll go ahead and close up. Colleen, C-O-L-E-N-E at wellness-solutions.biz, B-I-Z. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Colleen, I want to thank you for your time and all the great information that you were able to share with our listeners today. And I look forward to having you as a guest back on our show. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Be Dazzling, the podcast that shows you how to step out of the shadows and into your own spotlight. In each episode, your host, Kim Middlestadt, brings you enlightening conversations with both professionals and moms that will inspire and inform. You can find additional episodes of Be Dazzling at EWNpodcastnetwork.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other places podcasts are available. Until next time, we encourage you and your daughters to be seen and be heard using what you've learned here to step out of the shadows and into your own spotlight. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.